So we begin with the hymn, Seek Ye First. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and the grace and the peace of God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. So good morning to you all and welcome to all the people who are gathering here with us in the church here in Abbey Field this morning for our Sunday Mass. Welcome to all who are linked in with us over the church services TV system and welcome to all our listeners from West Limerick 102 FM. We include all of your intentions in our prayer here this morning. And we are remembering in a very special way John Michael Kennelly, whose anniversary it is, so we welcome the members of his family who are with us here today. So then, my friends, to prepare ourselves to celebrate the mystery of the Eucharist as best we can, we begin, as always, by calling to mind our sin. And so we pray together. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I've done and what I've failed to do, to my fault, to my fault, to my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask the Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sin, and bring all of us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. We praise God as we pray. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And so let us pray. O God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy, for on those you have rescued from slavery to sin, you bestow eternal gladness. To our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. 
So now we have the readings from the Word of God and the first reading from the prophet Ezekiel. We see how the prophet has difficulty in getting his message across to the people, how in fact he is rejected by many, many people. And in the second reading from Paul to the Corinthians, Paul writes about his own frailty, which makes him rely all the more on God's grace. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. The Spirit came into me and made me stand up, and I heard the Lord speaking to me. He said, Son of man, I am sending you to the Israelites, to the rebels who have turned against me. Till now, they and their ancestors have been in revolt against me. The sons are defiant and obstinate. I am sending you to to them to say, The Lord says this, Whether they listen or not, this set of rebels shall know there is a prophet among them. The word of the Lord. Our eyes are on the Lord till he show us his mercy. Our eyes are on the Lord till he show us his mercy. To you have I lifted up my eyes, you who dwell in the heavens. My eyes, like the eyes of slaves on the hand of their Lord. Our eyes are on the Lord till he show us his mercy. Like the eyes of a servant on the hand of his mistress, so our eyes are on the Lord our God till he show us his mercy. Our eyes are on the Lord till he show us his mercy. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. We are filled with contempt. Indeed, all too full is our soul with the scorn of the rich, with the proud man's disdain. Our Our eyes are on the Lord till he show us his mercy. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. In view of the extraordinary nature of these revelations, to stop me from getting too proud, I was given a thorn in the flesh, an angel of Satan to beat me and stop me from getting too proud. About this thing I have pleaded with the Lord three times for it to leave me. But he has said, My grace is enough for you. My power is at its best in weakness. So I shall be very happy to make my weaknesses my special boast so that the power of Christ may stay over me and that is why I am quite content with my weaknesses and with insults, hardships, persecutions and the agonies I go through for Christ's sake. For it is when I am weak that I am strong. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel acclamation. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. alleluia. The word was made flesh and lived among us. To all who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus went to his hometown 
and his disciples accompanied him. With the coming of the Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue, and most of them were astonished when they heard him. They said, Where did the man get all this? What is this wisdom that has been granted him, and these miracles that are worked through him? This is the carpenter's son, surely, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Josset and Jude and Simon. His sisters too, are they not here with us? And they would not accept him. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is only despised in his own country, among his own relations, and in his own house. And he could work no miracle there. Though he cured the few sick people by laying hands on them, he was amazed at their lack of faith. And this is the good news, the gospel of the Lord. So welcome to you all. Lovely to see so many people here this morning and thanks to all the people who are joined in with us over the radio and over the internet service. Some years ago, I visited an elderly woman named Bridget whom I hadn't seen for some time. I asked her how she was and she spoke about her health, which wasn't great. When I asked her about her family, she told me that one of her daughters had stopped speaking with her and wouldn't even allow her own children to visit their grandmother. Bridget said what was most painful was that she couldn't recall a single reason for this rejection by her daughter. It had happened suddenly. And at that particular time, she told me she heard that one of her daughter's sons was getting married, and while all the other family members and relatives were invited to the wedding, Bridget had not received an invitation. She said she felt even more terribly rejected than ever. It is hurtful to be rejected by anyone, but it is particularly hurtful to be rejected by one's own people. In the Gospel for this morning's Mass, we read how Jesus experienced this type of personal rejection. He greatly desired to help the people in his own town, but he was unable to do so. And you know, you can't help people against their will. He was saddened, but not angered. And rejection can easily turn into anger and even bitterness. Probably all of us have experienced a little of this in our lives. We wanted to help someone, perhaps someone in the family, a neighbor living alone, but our help was refused. We feel a bit frustrated and helpless. And when we meet with rejection like that, we may be tempted to say, that's it, I'm finished, never again, I'm out of here. We may decide not to help or care anymore. It's too painful. However, Jesus didn't react like this. He didn't become embittered. He did what little he could in Nazareth, despite their lack of faith, and he did cure some sick people. The reputation of Jesus at the time as a healer and as someone sent by God had gone ahead of him and had preceded his visit at home to Nazareth. All who had heard him teaching in the synagogue, we are told in the Gospel today, were astonished when they heard him. So one would imagine then that it would have been the most obvious thing in the world for them to accept him as someone special sent by God. 
But the opposite was the fact. They refused to accept him just as they refused to listen to the prophet Ezekiel as we read in the first reading. So why would they have been so prejudiced against Jesus? There are many reasons. One reason was that he was too human. They said, who does he think he is, this carpenter, the son of Mary? This could have been a moment of grace for them if they were open to hearing what he had to say. But perhaps the implications of what he was saying had too much of a challenge to them, especially coming from one of their own. For the Jewish people of his own town, their main question was how? How could he be from God? Jesus would have been too human, too weak for them. They were expecting, you see, a Messiah who would destroy the Roman colonial power. They hoped for someone more powerful, more political. But this wasn't what they got. They got this human being, a man full of gentleness, love, healing and care. And perhaps the reason as to why Jesus was rejected by his own is because he spoke the truth to them about their lives and how they needed to change. You see, their image of God like ours for so many years was of a God who punished bad people and rewarded good. But Jesus revealed a totally loving, compassionate, forgiving God, which was very different. At best, they found this difficult to understand. So Jesus, like Ezekiel, runs into the resistance of those who refuse to hear the word of God, which invites them to leave their old security and change their way of living. They felt secure in their religion, in their image of God, and their religious belief that they were used to. And this can be equally true of each one of us. If any of us wants to take Jesus seriously, then we will be challenged to let go of all that is not life-giving in our lives and of our own false securities. The message of the gospel is tough. It isn't easy. It challenges each one of us every day. The Lord invites us to repent of any unforgiving attitude in our hearts, any relationships that are broken down, or behavior which are contrary to the calling that we have found in God. All of this is not easy. It's tough. So we might be inclined to turn a blind eye or turn off our hearing to what he is suggesting to us. And it is true, I think, that we live at a time where it can be difficult to hear the good news of the gospel because there are so many other voices and messages in our world competing for our attention. There is a real risk that we could reject the good news of the gospel, dismissing it as outdated and out of step with our lifestyle and not relevant for our time. And yet, in so many ways, it is what is needed in a society where there is a huge loss of dignity for so many individual people, where life has become dispensable in a throwaway culture and where compassion and forgiveness are in short supply. That's the world we live in. The gospel values are very, very relevant. But it's a challenge to hear them, to listen to them, and indeed to try and live by them. So this morning we pray to the Lord that he will help us to listen to his voice and show us how to bring healing, love, 
and peace to ourselves to our families and ultimately to the world to make it the kind of kingdom that God truly wants it to be. So now I invite those here present. If you turn to the back page of our newsletter, you'll find the creed. And those at home listening and linked in, you also can join with us in praying the creed as we profess and renew our commitment to God once again this weekend. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, and through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sin, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now we offer our prayers of intercession. Today, as we joyfully affirm our faith in Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, we turn to you, our Father, and make these prayers with confidence in your goodness. In today's Gospel, we read how Jesus was rejected as a prophet in his own town by those who knew him as the carpenter's son. We pray that we, who through our baptism are brothers and sisters with Christ, remain faithful to him and grow daily in faith nourished by the word of God and his gift of the bread of life. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. As we reflect on today's Gospel, we pray that in our own lives, we do not allow familiarity to breed contempt for others, and that we treat all God's children with love, honesty, and respect. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for those who reject Christ, his gospel, and his church, that they may understand that Jesus requires just one commitment from us, that we love one another and our neighbor as ourselves. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for those whose livelihoods are threatened by COVID lockdowns, that they may not be overcome by fear and worry, but trust that our loving Father will provide inspiration and guidance for the future. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for all those in government, that they may be true servants of their people, be principled in their decisions, and be generous to those who are in most need in our society. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. This morning we remember John Michael Kennelly, whose anniversary it is. We also want to pray for Michael Scanlon here of Knockbrack here in Abbeyfield, who died yesterday afternoon. We remember Pat Murray, uh, relatives here in this parish, uh, who died in County Wicklow. We pray for all those whose anniversaries occur at this time 
and indeed for all the intentions of each person at Mass today, we ask God to hear our prayer. Lord, hear us. We just take a brief moment by ourselves now to offer up our own personal intention. Lord, may our prayers be pleasing to you and may your love and mercy sustain us throughout our lives. We make these prayers to Christ our Lord. Amen. Pray now that my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May this oblation dedicated to your name purify us, O Lord, and day by day bring our conduct closer to the life of heaven through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, to Christ our Lord. For by his birth he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state, and by his suffering cancelled out all our sin. By his rising from the dead he has opened the way to eternal life, and by ascending to you, O Father, he has unlocked the gates of heaven. And so, with the company of angels and saints, we join in the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for all of us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, he broke it and he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, Take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of all our sin. Do this in memory of me.
mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly, we pray that, partaking of the body and the blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church and your people throughout the world, and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Brendan, our Bishop, all the clergy, the religious, and all who serve your people. Remember John Michael Kennelly and all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them all into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, that we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and that we may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him. Amen. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory and honor is yours. Forever and ever. Amen. So now we invite all of those gathered here with us in the church and all of you at home to join with us together praying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from all evil, graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. So, Lord Jesus, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the fate of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called now to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. And may the body and the blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life.
So now we come to Holy Communion here in the church. So just to remind people, it's the one-way system up the single, the, the middle aisle and down the side, and to follow the spacings on the floor to allow that bit of distancing for each other and communion distributed on your hands.
sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. And so for those who are linked in with us from home, we have our prayer of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself totally to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. So here in the parish of Abbey Field, we are sad to announce the passing of Michael Scanlon of Knockbrack, who died yesterday afternoon. His funeral his, will take place on Tuesday. A private funeral mass here at 11 o'clock, which means there will be no 10 o'clock mass on Tuesday morning, and his burial afterwards in Relig Ida Nefer. So may his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. So there are a number of notices in this week's newsletter. So we'd ask the parishioners here to take the newsletter you've been using at Mass, to take it home with you now. And indeed, if there are neighbours or family members who would like to have a copy, bring an additional copy with you. You'll be able to pick them up at the door as you leave. Our thanks to everybody who's helped us celebrate Mass here this morning, here in the church of Abbey Field. And our thanks to our stewards and all who've helped us to ensure that it is as safe as possible. Um, so now we have our final prayer and our blessing. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that having been replenished by such great gifts, we may gain the prize of salvation and never cease to praise you through Christ our Lord. Amen. So thanks to all who have been linked in with us through the Church Services TV system and indeed from West Limerick 102 FM radio. We are indeed grateful to the radio station for providing this wonderful service to people at home who are unable to get out to Mass on a Sunday morning here in the, our own county of Limerick. So we appreciate very much the service offered through West Limerick radio and we know you'll support them as best you can in whatever way they need assistance from us. So the Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, we go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Amazing grace. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Great.